I was always moved by the asteroids around me, but then I had lucked out when three chums had found me. We gotta go see these mechanicals at the center of the universe. The butcher, the baker, the candle maker. The butcher, the baker, the candle maker. The butcher, the Welcome to this episode of the Butcher, the Baker, the Candlemaker in Space. Hope everybody's doing all right. Uh, got a little bit of a different show for uh, tonight. We are live in game, uh, and our our goal eventually is going to get uh, to where we can uh, stream this on Twitch. But I had a little bit of a technical hiccup, so it didn't uh, work out. So uh, hopefully, we can get this going. VSA. Uh, Podcasting channel in the next couple of episodes. Uh, in the meantime, joining me tonight is Baker. How do you do for actual space? And Pantagruelia. Hello, hello. All right, we're uh, currently uh, kicking back uh, in uh, our little uh, podcasting lounge in uh, Jen's. Uh, Immaculately decorated freighter. Uh, yeah, I was particularly enjoying the uh, the deck statue uh, that she has. But uh, it's my tribute to you. <laughs> Thank you so much. So uh, definitely been uh, enjoying uh, as much of the pirate content as I can. I kind of uh, got hooked on. Really grinding away on the S class ships in pirate systems, and I, in just a matter of a, a couple of half-hour play sessions, I managed to mass uh, over eighty storage augmentations and oh, wow. and uh, eighty thousand. Oh, nice. 80,000? Yeah. And that was, that was after I gathered up two complete sets of uh, ship augmentations, S-class augmentations for hyperdrive, uh, pulse engines, uh, and uh, also the infinite. So now with my uh, pirate character, I have a fully maxed out uh, little jackal solar ship and a completely maxed out uh, ball freighter. And uh, the amount of storage in that freighter is just insane. How, how far do they go? How much, how much storage space can you get inside? Because I've never maxed one out. Uh, so I've got... Uh, so it's, it's 48 in normal, uh, 21 in tech, and I think it's, it's 42 in uh, in cargo. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. That's sweet. Hmm. 
So, but I got a gorgeous, gorgeous, uh, just deep crimson red uh, jackal style solo ships with red hex sails. Really, really liking that. I love the sails, but I do wish, you know, just like Jerry pointed out, it would be nice if it was an option to just fold those away when you don't want them. Yeah. Because they do, I mean, I I like the way they look, but they do take up a little bit more screen than I would prefer, especially during a dogfight. So, it's uh, it's been pretty good, and, you know, with the the Infernife, I'm fighting from much farther away than I'm used to. Because it used to be what I would fight with just a positron projector. I was right up on top of one time where I would start firing. But now I'm way far away. They start melting away. I think my Infernite does like 17,000 damage uh, against uh, the hull and 11 against the Definitely. But I've also been working on my freighter and getting on my frigates. And one thing I discovered that I hadn't really paid attention to before, I don't know if it happened, if it was just that it's a new feature or if I've really missed it all this time. But if you land on your frigates, you know, when they don't need to be fixed, mm-hmm. uh, they'll give you rewards. So, oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So if you land on your trade ships, they'll give you units. And uh, it's, I, I don't know if it's because it's, you know, it's been amassing. I'll have to try it, uh, you know, later and see if it's the same amount. But I got 120,000 120, units um, just for landing on one of my uh, trade ships. It's not a not a trivial amount that you get um, when you land. I landed on uh, one of my uh, industrial ships and got a big stack of uh, magnetized ferrite. I landed on my explorer ship and got a map marker on the on a nearby planet for uh, an ancient ruin. And when you land on your uh, uh, combat ships. Uh, you get to a uh, salute. So, like, wow. oh, okay, great. That's awesome. A salute. <laughs> but yeah, so every single one of them that I land on, I got the, I got something. Uh, definitely a good excuse to uh, get out and check out your, your frigates. I don't even land on them to repair them lately, so. It- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, I had no idea that you'd get something from. I was like, I've never had a reason to land on them. Because when they when we first got them, I was like on them to take pictures. Because you know it's cool that you can just take pictures out in space now. Yeah, right. You know, on those things. But then after that, it, the shine kind of wore off, and I was like, just give me stuff and go away. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> that's that's how I found out because I had landed on one so that I could take a picture, uh, and. I got this uh, this reward. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll try another one. So I did it, and this one gave me something different. Like, oh my crap. So that, that was definitely a fun thing to find out about. That's exciting. I'm going to go land on stuff now. 
Well, not right now. <laughs> yeah, building up my uh, frigate fleet and you know grinding S-class ships uh, in pirate space in pirate systems has uh, been pretty much all of what I've been doing. Uh, it's it's so easy to uh, to get the S-class in. So what I do is I go into a pirate system, um, land on a, a trade station, and put down a, a, a save beacon, create a manual save, reload. The, you know, four ships come in, reload again. You know, four more ships come in. Uh, now, you know, certainly it's easier on PC because I've got fast load time, but. Still, yeah, it's like you know, one out of every four reloads, I get an S class ship. In some in some systems, I was getting two at a time. So it's uh, definitely a good a good way to go, and you can do it pretty quick. You know, if you've got a good amount of time. But once I once I get an S class ship to fly in, I buy it. And in a pirate system, the S class uh, solar ships are. Uh, uh, two million four uh, fighters are like a million one, and the explorers come in at six hundred and sixty thousand. And so you're really not investing a lot of money in it, uh, but you're getting uh, you know the S-class modules and the uh, storage architectures. So. Definitely a good bargain. And then once you get one, you you know you go hop back in your regular ship, hop back out, make another manual save, reload, and then that ship you know disappears into your inventory and frees up the slots for the ships to fly in. So Baker, what have you been up to? I've been doing my pirating. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to focus on the pirate permadeath character and. So I'm pretty much sticking to the um, the pirate systems right now, and then getting stuff and taking it back and selling it. So that's it's. I'm just a low level piracy right now. Just not even piracy, more like a bootlegger, I would say. So yeah, it's like I, I, it's like smuggling. You know, cause, yeah, because you can also buy the stuff. You don't have to uh, you know steal from the freighters. Yeah, well, that's what I've been doing. I've just been buying low, buy low in a pirate system, sell high in a yeah. in a rich system, and that's just what I've been doing. And I like it, but it also seems very safe. And I'd, I'm I'd just like I, I created the permadeath pirate to take more chances. So I think I'm going to have to go out and start hitting these freighters. So I did get busted once. Um, I. I didn't realize that I had missed uh, an item. I, I had flown into a, a normal system, uh, sold all my stuff, and I was headed to uh, a trade post. Um, and when I landed at the trade post, I got scanned, and they found uh, you know something that was in my uh, uh, in my ship that I had forgotten. About. And, Uh-oh. Uh oh. Yeah. So. I <laughs> so you get a uh, you know uh, you get your stuff taken and uh, 
you know, fortunately, in this case, it was you know, it wasn't anything major. Uh, and then the next time you're in a pirate system, you can buy a, a forged passport. And uh, then you, the next time you're in a normal system, you can go to the, uh, the to the space station to that uh, you know terminal at the back of the station and uh, restore your reputation. By you know providing false identity, that's the that's what we get from that. Yeah. All that time yeah. they had that, just yeah, yeah, that's what it ends up doing. I'm not happy, <laughs> man. Like I know we didn't, we were never told what might come from it, but it's still. I really had my heart set on. It says station override. Damn it, <laughs> we should be able to override the station. Yeah. But, but also the, the scanner, I've never had, so far I've not had any issues. Like, they, we have so much time during a scan that I just, like, you know, hit the button and, and get the block thing up, and never once has it failed me. I, I get passed through every single time. So I don't, I, I've, I've heard, I don't remember if it was you that told me or if I just, you know, the internet, but I was like, I heard that they weren't 100% effective. But so far it's been across the line. Effective. Yeah, they're they're not supposed to be, uh, but uh, you know who knows what the percentage of uh, of uh, failure is. But yeah, it it does seem like it'd be more interesting if there was more risk. Because um, even if you even if you attack freighters in the uh, pirate systems and get all the good stuff from them. Uh, it's still, you know, no more risky when you go to the normal system. And in a pirate system, there's no sentinels, so you can attack those uh, freighters with impunity. There are no sentinels in a pirate system? No. What? Where have I been? Really? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, when you, when you attack know. those freighters, there's, nobody comes out. It's an amazing, amazing piece yeah, of news. You know, it, it, I was also kind of surprised to find out that uh, that uh, deflector will also uh, stop the uh, the pirate scans that you get, uh, you know, randomly in high conflict. High conflict. Yes, I wish I could talk. High conflict <laughs> systems, and uh, it's. Uh, yeah, I, I've tried it, and it just uh, it it delayed, you know. So they just kept scanning me over and over and over again um, until yeah. I finally said, "Okay, fine," and uh, let them come in and kill me. Hmm. It's it still does seem easy to just to just kill things. Yeah. Right. It. I, I'm still. I enjoyed the overhauling combat, but it doesn't seem any harder. It just seems more of a pain in the ass sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So signals, if they get you out in the open, are a little more challenging. Um, you know, on the ground on planets, uh, but in the skies, yeah, it's not. Especially if you've got a nice uh, overnight that can just, you know, melt in ships. I, I have to say though, my my main source of income. When I first created that character, and I did it in the uh, 
gradient pillar with no upgrades, just using a photon cannon. It was like any time a pirate popped into a system uh, that was wanted, I just went and killed them and got like 100,000 units. Yeah. And it was such a quick like trip to a million. Like All I had to do was just kind of roam around in the system and shoot when they showed up. So it's, it, but it is also odd, like that. I'm starting out my piracy character just by shooting other pirates. Right. <laughs> it kind of seems like there should Where be some. Where is kind your of, code of honor? Right. Well, it seems like there should be some kind of rep damage there, you know, where you go to a pirate system. And they're like, you know, you've been shooting your own kind for a while. You know, you're you're not you're not welcome here. Something like that. Then we have to override their broken shit because it's just hanging there in the back, sparking. So the interesting. Thing that they worked into that is that so if you go to the um, to the guy in the in the uh, pirate station to get uh, jobs, uh, one of the one of the jobs is to you know to kill pirates, and it's listed as eliminate the competition. So they're saying oh. you know you're you know you're you go kill these you know eight six or eight pirates. Uh, in order to give yourself more, you know, pirating opportunities. That's so strange. Like, I mean, it's a very John Wick universe now, I guess, that we're living in. Where everyone just kills everybody. <laughs> well, I mean, it's fine. I'm having fun with it. I, I went from not ever shooting them to shooting them constantly on, in permadeath. Because it's just such easy units right at the beginning. So well, the radiant pillar, you know, comes with the uh, rocket launchers too, which is a very effective one-two punch. Uh, so uh, you use the the photon cannons to take down their shields. Then, as soon as their shields are down, you quick switch the weapon, even without taking your finger off the firing button, and you know, boom, the rockets take them out. How was that? Okay, I, I, I knew it came with something, but I always thought of it as a, as a wiring loom and 50 uh, chromatic metal. Yeah, so I never really a, thought you get 100 uh, <laughs> copper out of it. Um, yeah, because I always, I always yeah. break it down. I never use the rockets, and you've told me before that they are way better than they used to be. Yeah, I still never use them. Yeah, they're way better, um, but they're crap against shields. Uh, so, I mean, they barely make a dent in shields, but. If you take their shields down with a photon cannon, uh, they'll insta-kill the ship, uh, you know, from there. Is there a weapon that's best for shields? Mm. So the the, the, the Infernite is the best all around. So it it's strong against shields and against the ships. Okay. So, so your best is... Yeah, just get an Infernite, max it out. And, you know, it, it becomes trivial. That's my favorite one anyway. I'd rather use that than anything, so. But I like the, uh, satisfying the about changing OG. weapons. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It, I enjoy the, the OG pulp cannon. Or photon cannon. Yeah, they're, they're good. They, they're really good against shields. Yeah, once you get them maxed out, I mean, yeah, even with what you have when you first start out on the radiant pillar, like I said, I'm taking out, I'm taking them out with no problem. Yep. 
mean, the pirates are dying. So it's it's a good weapon. I mean, I think I think that I never use them after I get something better. <laughs> like I never think to use those. The positron is nice because I like to be able to just like roll up and shotgun and be gone. But yeah, the, definitely adding the shields to the ships to the pirate ships has made it a hell of a lot harder because they you know they they always do that quick like when you're trying to turn and chase them and then they do that real fast speed away and, and it seems in that fast speed away is when they manage to get their shield back up so yeah. I do like that during the fights that they've added that little bit of extra the shield really does but you can still just turn and run away from them if you don't want to fight and they will not put much effort into catching you the shields the way they repair themselves is, is kind of frustrating. So I was I was flying around the other day, and um, I was trying I was doing the expedition, and I was trying to land on the rendezvous site, and I had accidentally shot something during the freighter battle that triggered the sentinel to come attack me. I could not land because every time I try to get one down and I had my, like, you know, it was my crappy, crappy ship from the expedition. Every time I tried to land, um, it would say Sentinel searching and boom, they'd find me again. So you can't land. All it does, um, like when I hit the button, it's square on my PlayStation controller. When I hit square to land, all it does is lock on the next target. So I can't land to avoid combat. It was. It took forever. I was like, "Come on, just let me land." Uh, I had an issue where I was at a um, trade post, just watching ships land, and had pirates attacked it. You know, as they do, and as they were flying around, one of the pirates landed at the trade post and just sat there and never took off again. And then every other ship that came that would have normally landed just flew around shooting at it, like shooting at the ship that was just parked. And just, just basically... Just on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, I mean, it was a pirate, so he showed up, to, you know, shooting everything up first, and then he's like, oh, I'm tired of this, I'm just going to park. And then, and then he just sits there. And then I was like, that's... And every other ship that I was looking at, including that one solar ship that I put in our Discord, that I was just like, oh, this is... I've been sitting here watching this one. I can't get it to land because this thing is just parked there. I reload, it happens again. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm like thinking to myself, it's like I may end up in in this system at least, because I don't know if the conflict level matters on how often those pirate attacks happen. But if it's going to happen at a trading post every time, then I might as well just forget looking for that ship at a trading post trying to get that S-Class because it's not going to happen. Or try a different different trade post or a different... I did. Same thing. It just, yeah. And this, I don't, I have not tried any other systems, but I've tried multiple planets, multiple trade posts. It's, it, yeah, it's been very frustrating because I really want that solar ship and it, and I can't get it because of this. So, oh, no. I mean, I mean, obviously I can't get it if I, I would get it if I stood in the, uh, the space station long enough or anything, but, right. you know, but, you know, as you pointed out last week, the, it's so much, nicer at the trade post browsing for ships you know and it's like a car show and I can't I can't do it because you know the raiders are showing up and shooting everything and 
I'm trying to take all my caps. So, I mean, how quickly does he show back up? Usually, it happens within 15 to 20 minutes of me being at a trade post. Okay. Yeah, so what you need to do is just, you know, put down the, the save beacon and just make a manual save and then just constantly reload. Yeah. Um, you get four ships, you look at them, not what you want, reload. Four ships, not what you want, reload. Because they change. It's not like the uh, space station where they come in in a certain order. Mm-hmm. At the at the trade post, it's completely random, and so you could just sit there and cycle through, cycle through, until uh, so you find shit. Okay, and I then, remember. And then you're never there. You're never in it long enough to get the, the uh, higher bounds. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I'll have to do it that way next time because it's that's the way I'm used to do it. After you know my my permadeath character where I took it to the center, I stayed in one spot next to a trade post forever, just grinding the chlorine, getting that all stocked up, and then anytime I saw an S class, I'd run over and, and flip it. So that's what I'm used to doing is just sitting there and just waiting, waiting for the ship, waiting for my ship to come in. But yeah, I think you're right. I will just I, I hate the load screens. I hate I hate reloading over and over. That's what it is. I'd yeah. rather just sit there. It, 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 right. And, but, you know, in certain circumstances, it's just better. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, either way, it's that's what I'm doing when I'm sitting there listening to Fallout Feed. So, either way, I'm just staring at the screen, <laughs> waiting on something to happen while I'm listening in. Uh, see, you can, <laughs> you, can, you can go through a lot of load screens in one uh, Fallout Feed. They're not. They're only a, they're only six hours long. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I mean, that was that was it. I mean, that was pretty much. I can't stop hunting for ships, so that's what I've still been doing. Another week of me just like going on looking for ships. I've got more pictures. I got to post of. I've got to weed through them because not all of them are are nice. They're like, ooh, I like that one in the moment, and I go back and look at it. I'm like, ah, it's awful. Why did I even say that? But. There, there's a lot that I am going to post in, in the Discord, and it's just like I can't stop looking for ships, and, and I can't stop trying to find, like I find one, I'm like, oh, i got to have an S-Class of that. You know, it's right back to the way it was four years ago, when that's all I did was look for ships. So I, well. I did come up and, you know, I found a system that had this nice uh, red and blue hauler, and in the process of, you know, reloading for... You know, the fighters and the, uh, and the solo ships, uh, you know, that hauler came in as class. And so I scooped nice. it I wasn't even trying to get in an S class at that point, but I couldn't mess up. 100 million? 105? It was beefy. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. it was, it, it had, it already had 45 slots. Uh, in general, uh, in general cargo. Uh, so yeah, it, it only took three augments to to get that part filled out. A lot of nip nip. Yeah. Now speaking of, did you see the girl up right here in the back of the freighter? Right. <laughs> I tapped into it. She's like, "Help yourself." My pockets smell weird right now. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up. It's just oregano. It's oregano. 
Besides, uh, you know, building out a uh, nice uh, farming system in your uh, brain, what else you been over I've been really slowly working through the expedition on um, on Xbox okay. and just kind of luxuriating in it. I don't know, you know, having done the last few expeditions um, multiple times, I really enjoy like there's a panic during the first time I run an expedition where I'm like, I know I've got like six weeks to do it, but I'm still like, holy crap, I got to finish this now. Yeah. So I'm kind of rushing through it and, um, and just a little panicky about not finishing in time. And the second time I kind of know what's coming and I can more strategically kind of plan my moves and I'm just a lot more relaxed and, um, and I just, really enjoying it um i am i think on the fourth and the fourth set of um of achievements that i need to do and um and i'll be done you know before it's over i'll i'll be done but like i think just barely because i'm just really really enjoying it I am, I'm not at your level of hunting for ships quite yet, but I am keeping my eye out and I got really excited because there was this sweet black and gray, like it was just badass looking ship, um, one of those solar ships, yeah. and it had little antenna on the top of it, like two little, they looked like bunny ears, but they were bright yellow. Hey, that's the jackal ship. Oh my gosh! I thought really, it. really pointy was... nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that that was a thing, so I got really excited, and it was somebody else's ship. Yeah. Really oh, another player. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, another player. <laughs> like, oh God, really, really. And, um, and they never remember where they got him either. Ever. So I have I I have something to aspire to now to get a jackal ship, um, but yeah I've just been kind of playing and then and also kind of taking it easy and working on playing with the things that I've gotten from the expeditions because I feel like I get them to get them and I don't actually mess around with them so um, you know. The, the stuff that I didn't buy from the Quicksilver shop that I have access to because of Twitch drops, um, like this lovely rug that we're sitting on. Uh, that's, uh, Very nice rug. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what I've been playing with. Um, just decorating stuff, um, working on my grow up on land and in the sky, just in case, you know, they come and Plus my my land base grow up. I still have my mobile home that I can fly around and make sure they don't they don't catch my catch my scent somewhere, although I'm sure it stinks in here because of all the all the nits I've got growing in the back. Yeah, is it BC? 
I heard that was the number one export of this freighter was BC. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell that man. Oh my God! Yeah. The good stuff. I said, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I mean, you know, if this doesn't have a large number of paradise planets for nothing, they're all grow (laughs) up. No, there really are an obscene number. It seems like every other system I jump into, I'm I'm enjoying exploring this galaxy. It's very nice. And and, and there is an awful lot of nip-nip in this system. Because like I said, before we started recording, it does seem to just appear in my inventory while I'm flying around in this system. It's somebody like planting it on you, I'm sure. That's the Sentinels. That's what it is. That's how they work in the system. Yeah, they totally do. They totally do. But it is kind of like the West Coast, right? Like it's lush. You've got lots of plant life and temperate climate and tons and tons of nip-nip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just enjoying it. Slow crawl through expedition. And um and enjoying my two console lifestyle. It feels so like so fancy. Am I gonna play PS five? Am I gonna play Xbox Series X today? Like I just I feel really really decadent. The Xbox my friend is well. The PlayStation is mine. But, you know, I played No well, Man's Sky on both. I was going to say, does he play No Man's Sky? No. So you have 30 characters. Sweet yeah. potential. <laughs> so I much have potential. so many pets. It is absurd. No, I'm not going to do the math on that. They've added so many slots for pets that I don't even know what we have anymore. Like 18, I think, per. <laughs> Is that what it is now? The, uh, just like, not even the number of pets, but knowing what that 18th must cost in nanites just gave my little yes. Corvax heart a skip. <laughs> it wasn't good. <laughs> all of your record, all of those nanites, Ray, that you just earned, right out the window. I would blow them all on pet slots. That you would not be sure. able to look at in this room. <laughs> I know. Why don't we have, why don't, like, a, I want, like, a neat commander kind of room where it's, you know, all the, I have a zoo well, all I was of just, my pets. I was just thinking right now, how much fun would it be, like, you guys have your pets running around your feet, and then in the game, like, while we're doing this, we've got our pets running around our feet. You know, that'd be all right. Have it in, in the floor playing with some weird, like, gooey, like, softball creature that we have <laughs> on the planet's surface that it can use as a chew toy. You know, that'd be fun to have the pets just running around on your freighter to greet you when you come aboard. Tiny versions, you know, the way they do in, inside the Anomaly, where you have to have them small. An adorable, gooey snotball? I've seen things very similar. Like, when I s- said the thing about seeing one that looked like a tumor one time before, that wasn't an, me exaggerating. It actually did look like a tumor. I did not get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it upsets me every time I see one of those, like, one of those cool fear things or one of those weird <laughs> um, creatures that you, like, a ball of light that you can't ride. Mm. Always so disappointed. 
So now the, yeah. latest, the latest speculation is, is that the next update uh, could possibly be freighters. <gasps> oh. uh, because somebody, somebody noticed that uh, the the hallway outside of the the bridge of the, of the freighter in a um, trailer video uh, for Outlaws uh, looked different than the hallway of our current freighters. Oh. Um, so now the speculation is that they're going to they're going to change up the freighter. Have we ever had an update to Freighters? Has that happened at all since Freighters came out? Uh, I, not that I can think of. It's probably due. I mean, it kind of seems like they've been making the rounds, coming back around and you know sprucing every other thing up. It would make sense. Yeah, that would be interesting to see. I would be uh, very happy with that. Yeah, that would be really cool. At least maybe let us put our wall tapestries on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was trying to do that in here earlier, and I couldn't get a wall. They, they stick halfway out of the floor, and just they look weird. So, yeah. And bubble pipes. Come on, I'm going to keep bringing it up just because I was looking forward to it before, <laughs> and now I'm sad that I can't have it. Yeah, there's just so, no reason. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I want flat walls where I can put a big giant poster and not have it glitch through a frame. Mm-hmm. Well, if you put, there's a white panel, I think it is. It's just a panel that sticks on the wall. I usually mm-hmm. stick those on the wall, um, and then I can stick posters over those, and they look fine. You can actually make them big enough that they take up the entire wall, which is like a huge drywall. It looks like a huge piece of drywall. Oh, cool. Okay, I'll try that. Yeah, they no. also make good, good backgrounds for taking pictures. That's true. I will try that even more. <laughs> I'm going to try it harder. So we got to do it, and we got to do a show from Permadeath, so we can do it in my freighter. You can see my little uh, stolen art studio. I'm not going to call it an art studio. I'm going to call it a stolen art studio because I'm, I've made it look like, uh, you know, the way that someone who's moving from country to country, just taking over, just steals all of the priceless art and puts it in a room for himself. It's kind of what I got going on. <laughs> but it's with these posters that the same as what you have on the wall, only I have them blown up like, you know, like it's supposed to be something amazing. Okay, so I'm not going to make it, but I would love to be a get Mona Lisa. <laughs> oh my god. I got a picture of it in my head now. A get birth of Venus. I can see out of a little shell. I can see the smirk, like the gag smirk that Mona Lisa has. I could see that. (laughs) (laughs) It's on your mask now. (laughs) I can see it. They actually made it into your mask. You've got the smirk on your face. Well, you know that's that's our trademark. (laughs) I'm better than you. Oh, God. And the perpetual fear of a danger chicken's eyes. That's what I've got. One. You have one eye. One eye. Sorry. No one one knows if you're winking or blinking. (laughs) 
It just twitches around nervously. It kind of does. Need more gagnip. Probably. <laughs> I really would be... It would be nice, because it seems like... I mean, there's a lot of room to build. I've never actually, like, completely opened up to see just how far you can go with, um, you know, how big the rooms can get. But I am... I am interested in having it so that we can have the rooms really tall. Because I'd like to be able to have rooms where... My, my absolute favorite Sir Arthur C. Clarke book is Rendezvous with Rama. So I always think it's like when they step, when they finally step into Rama for the first time, how it's so big inside it has an atmosphere. Like when I look at these ships from the outside, I think that could be possible. You know, it wouldn't be nearly as big as Rama, which was like, I don't know, five kilometers across, something like that. But I mean, they're big enough that we could easily make the inside of it huge. If they would mm-hmm. open it up like that, build a build a mini city inside. That's what I want. Yeah, there's a huge unused space because we're only in that tiny little piece of you know at the top of the uh, left land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can only build up. Really, you can't really go down, which makes absolutely no sense. Like why? That there should be more room down. Well, you so did, what's you'd end up on? inside the. Uh, landing bay. No, you go the other way. You could go the other way with it, couldn't you? Or at least go over, like further over? Because yeah, I think we're just right on top of the uh, all of our buildable spaces. They got no choice but to introduce a new kind of freighter then. I, I don't know what to tell them. Yeah, they do need a new, <laughs> a new style. Or give us space stations to take over, because honestly that's what I would... I want that. I want my own Death Star. Not not calling it that. I'm not blowing up planets, for all you guys know. But I do want my own space station. And update the freighters, second best. I would take that in a heartbeat. I'm a robot. I don't even have a heartbeat. I would take it. <laughs> all right, so I've been staring at my eyes for, um, for an hour now. <laughs> and I haven't blinked once. <laughs> Yeah, it is uh, very twitchy, though. Well, it is. I did put that tiny thing of danger chicken in front of you. I think technically that you could use that as visine. <laughs> squirt it a little bit in your eyeball. I think I might need some getting the red out. <laughs> oh, ain't nobody here. Ain't no cops here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ray, were you trying to sign off? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, yeah, I think we probably ought to, uh, to call it a show. Uh, everybody uh, has a great week uh, playing No Man's Sky, and we'll to next time. See you in space! Danger chickens for life. Thank you for listening to this edition of The Butcher, Baker, and Candlemaker in Space. Find more information about the show on Twitter at BBCISSS or ASAPodcasting.com. <laughs>